then, buddy, it's the end of an era. Mm-hmm. It's the end of what started out as something magical, something wonderful. And now it's all coming to an end, man, in this episode. The end of the Infinity Film Rundown. Ah, not the podcast, guys. It's not the end of our podcast. No, 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 no. That that comes next year when we decide that we had enough of each other. I mean, I thought it was going to come this year, honestly, but. Clearly, something something's working here still, Ben. I don't know what it is. Something's still working here. Yeah. There's still some magic. There's still there's there's still some magic left. <sighs> All right. Anyway, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. Ben, when, when we started doing this rundown, these rundowns, I thought it was a good idea. We both did. Yeah. about movie reviews, TV reviews, trailers, and then we call it trailers like a month ago. Yeah. And we're doing this kind of for both both ourselves and for our audience because adding in rundowns is just too long. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. it's just too long for the episodes. We put out a, a three plus hour episode a couple of weeks ago and uh we, we were both kind of just like, yeah, something's gotta change. Some something's something's gotta give. So we're just we're kind of changing how our rundowns are gonna be. Um so moving forward, Ben, we are getting rid of Movie reviews and TV reviews that those are going to be post post related now. So, you guys stick look for it on our Instagram. You'll see our movie reviews and TV reviews there. Uh, so stay tuned for that in the near future. But we are still going to talk about the news every week uh, because there's. Let me take that back. We're going to talk about key news yeah. because a lot of stuff comes out, but we can't get to. Not everything is important, Ben, but you know. We're gonna we're gonna keep the news. It's I think it's so important that we at least talk about some stuff before we get to the actual yeah. main part of the show. Stay um, current. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to stay current, absolutely. So that's kind of just a little update there, and kind of our. But our rundown today is gonna be the usual. It's the last of it. It's last of its kind. Ben, uh, we're gonna talk about some films, talk about some TV, talk about a lot of news. And uh, then we're going to get some updates on some future spotlights that we're going to be doing yeah. in, the near, in the near future. So we will announce that. And also a new ad. Oh, my God. We have to record a new ad at some point this <laughs> yep. week as well. Uh, we got a race. Thanks, Anchor. Ooh. We, you it's, know what, Anchor? I up. have said a lot of good stuff about you guys. And we just, Ben and I are just so thankful. Mm-hmm. We really, really are. So give us a bigger raise. No, I'm just kidding. No, just, kidding. No. just kidding. We're grateful for you guys. And more on that later during the awkward ad break. But anyway, Ben, <laughs> let's get to today's question of the day. You know what? I'm going to add in two questions of the day. Since this is the last of our big rundowns, Ben. Real quick, too. Thanks to all the listeners that did listen to the super long episodes. Oh, yes. Um, thank you. That that stuck through there. Uh, but yeah, like you said, we were, it was getting pretty long and the you know, listenership was kind of up and down so uh yeah that in our the... yes yes Re- our recording and editing time yep <laughs> yeah so get get rid of these circles under the eyes exactly exactly <laughs> but a lot of good stuff still to come in the near future yeah um no zach this week zach's been zach's been here the last couple of weeks i just want to give a quick shout out to zach's for mm-hmm. for uh being a guest the past couple of weeks we gave the week off yeah he, no, he deserves it 
No way. <laughs> that's 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 what that's what it must be. This point. No, we give Zach a week off, but he'll be back next week. Ben, talk about some Star Wars. Oh, I gave it away <laughs> later in the episode, but yeah, we're talking about Star Wars. More on that later. Ben, today's question of the day okay. is actually it's a fun one, Ben. About musical scores. Oh, who? Yes, making you happy. Talk about musical scores, Ben. Yes. What has been the best musical score? In the MCU Phase Four so far, so we've had Shang Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, Black Widow, and Thor: Love and Thunder. Let's stick with the movies. Well, let's not go into the shows. Let's stick with the movies for time's sake here. Yeah, uh, you know where I'm going with this. It's, it's Eternals for me, right. um, followed by a close second, probably of Michael Giacchino's No Way Home. That's easily the best score he's done, Spider-Man wise, in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the only album. I have the full album purchased of is uh, is No Way Home, Chikino. So that would probably be my favorite. Uh, yeah, with the themes he's done before for for Spider Man mixed in there, and then you get the little snippets of Garfield's and McGuire's as well uh, in in there. And then is it a Rack Novature? That's like the ten minute long <laughs> battle. That's the, uh, and, and the right, yeah. credits mm-hmm. right at the end. So uh, yeah, it, it is the end credits. End credits, yeah, um, yeah. That one's that one's my favorite. That was a lot of fun. And then shout out to Joel P. West for Shang Chi as well. Oh, I find myself God, I going so back and listening to that a lot. I uh, love those traditional instruments coming Shield through. Shield of Pain also on uh, No Way Home is really good too. I think that's the one with the McGuire and Garfield themes mixed in there too. Which oh, they did such a great job with that. And those got leaked, by the way. Too. I remember that because I think it was like a week or the week of the week before or the week of release. Oh, and wow. Someone on, I think it was on Instagram, posted it first. It was like, confirm Toby and Andrew. And I was like, oh, <laughs> geez. Well, I mean, we all look at that point, most of us already knew they were going to be in there. So, yeah. but hearing that theme, though, I mean, I was just like, Mm-hmm. It, it just you know hearing it like leaked it's one thing but hearing it in the movie yep. oh, it's beautiful to hear it was beautiful to hear you know what else is beautiful what some film reviews let's talk about film let's talk about bullet train going back yeah. a couple of weeks ben one of my most anticipated films of the year really since you know i think i think it was on my top 10 list when we did our top 10 most anticipated films last year ben or whatever we did that episode and the reviews were had me a little bit worried, Ben, because they were like it started out like in the seventies, then it just kept dropping and dropping and dropping. I was like, oh no, mm-hmm. I had so much fun with Bullet Train. This was such a great time. I've seen it twice now, uh, three times now, Ben, and it has just been one great experience after another great experience after another great experience. It's just crowd pleasing the action is fantastic everyone the cat mm, everyone the cast does great with what they're given minus zazie beats uh that's not her fault that was just uh a case ben in which i wish that role was just given to an actress not of zazie beats caliber because when you see zazie beats in there you expect to see a lot more of her sure and for her to only be in there for two, three minutes tops, baby, was just mm-hmm. kind of disappointing. Little spoiler, technically she was in the movie more because she, but she was in costume. Yeah. But, you know, you only really see her for like two to three minutes. But I liked her backstory. Her backstory was really cool. 
Uh, which leads me to my low negative about this movie. Uh, this film gets convoluted as hell really yeah. quickly. Oh yeah. Uh, and it kind of reminded me of like Tarantino. It had been, like bit, like reminded me of Tarantino and Guy Ritchie style films. Ben, I don't know if that's a good example. That's kind of what it reminded me of mm-hmm. from watching it. Uh, but overall, Ben, I had a great time with it. First two acts, especially, I love the third act. I've seen a lot of. I've seen people complaining about it gets a little too much. And the first viewing, Ben, I had, I didn't feel it. Second and third viewing, I was like, yeah, this really is just a lot. Yeah. And but it still delivered on everything I was hoping for with this movie, Ben, because it wasn't you know, promising like it was gonna be the next great action movie of the year. It told you what it was, an action movie on a bullet train for two hours, and that's exactly what we got. Uh the highlights of the cast though been for me, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Byron Tyree Henry for sure were the standouts, the twins. I love them, and their flashback sequences were great. I love them. Yep. Uh especially when Aaron, well when they would make stops too, and Alan Taylor Johnson would come off the train to meet with people. I love those interactions they would have. Uh, the Joey King loved her to start, and then she got her kid. What they did with her character, I didn't like. Towards mm, okay. The but then it made up for it with her final scene. I was like, yes, that's what Jack, you know, but I, I'm not going to. Going to full spoilers, but I was very satisfied because <laughs> that character was getting on my nerves, man. Um, there are so many great cameos in this movie, too. One, I was like, well, of course, this person would be in this movie, and <laughs> a couple others, too. The reveal of Black Death was awesome, loved that reveal. Uh, yeah, just, just some great cameos throughout, and <laughs> There's this one actor, Ben, not going to give away who it was, but I fell on my, I, I, I basically fell on the floor. I, that cameo was hysterical because then they showed up again and I said something even funnier the second time they showed up on screen. I was like, this, this cameo was just too good. Too, this is the second year in the, oh, I don't want to give it away if I say that, but this actor has done another cameo in another movie last year that was really funny too so i'll tell you I, i've been if you know what i'm talking about that probably knows but yeah great great stuff i love bullet train a lot of fun yep uh i don't think i loved it as much as you but i i had a lot of fun with it um and it yeah not that it should be free from criticism but i mean i have a i, I, had, a, I had a good time with it laughed a lot um yeah, saw it with Anna, and she was pretty. I think she was even more excited than me. Uh, she loves Japan and bullet trains and everything, um, and Brad Pitt, I guess. But uh, yeah, had had a lot of fun. Like you said, uh, the cameos got me surprised with those, and the story it does get convoluted. I was fine, you know, going along with the ride, and that I've only seen it the once, but the the ending. I wasn't like mad with it, I guess, but it maybe I don't know. The action was still fun, <laughs> but it maybe it went like one or two scenes too long, I guess, because I I thought it would end sooner than it did. I guess. No, there is a point in this movie where I was like, "Oh man, that's a that was tight. That was fast paced. That was, oh 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 no, we are still going here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, yeah. we have another twenty thirty minutes to go. Okay." Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me just sit back down. I thought I was going to use the bathroom because I really have to pee, but nope. <laughs> so, I, but here's the thing though like, I, I can play about the third act, though, Ben, and it's still just a lot of fun, though. Yep. 
It's just ridiculous amount of fun. Yep. I do agree. Uh, so yeah, I had, had fun with it. Can't really criticize it too much. Oh, also the, uh, the Thomas the Tank Engine references. Oh, God. <laughs> so good. Hilarious. Uh, and it actually comes back for the plot later on in the movie. And yeah. I was like, okay, that was that was a neat way to kind of tie that into to yeah. this. So, yeah. It was, man, I'm going to go see it again now. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Prey, the movie. The what, 80th movie in the Predator franchise. I don't know. I'm not really the biggest fan of this franchise. And unpopular opinion, Ben, but I, I know I've told you this. My favorite in the franchise is the Adrian Brody one, honestly. The uh, 2010 Predators with him and Topher Grace, amongst others. Michelle, I think Michelle Rodriguez. No, not Michelle Rodriguez. What's the other? What's the lady's name, Ben? Uh, I get her mixed up with Michelle Rodriguez. I don't know why I do this to myself. Uh, which? Braga. Oh, okay. She's in it, too. Uh, Walton Goggins, amongst others, and they... Mahershala Ali of all people it's it is a not Mahershala Ali is Mahershala Ali in this Fishburne Lawrence Fishburne okay uh, have you not seen the 2010 Predators movie Ben no yeah Mahershala Ali is in the 2010 Predators I was trying to remember who he's playing yeah Ali Braga Topher Grace there's someone I'm missing but anyway that's my favorite of that movie of that tri- uh, franchise Danny Trejo Thank you, Brain. Hmm. So, and the 2018's Shane Black, uh, Shane Black's movie then was just a. I don't know what that was. That was some. That was supposed to be a movie, but it wasn't. I think it was a student film. It was a fan, a thick fan made. That that movie pisses me off a lot. I'd skip that one as well. So you should. Uh, but, pray, Hulu. Hulu had a movie come out a couple weeks ago called Not Okay. I was a big fan of it. And of course, Ben, Palm Springs. So here we go. Ben, another Hulu original film that I have, I really had no expectations for this because it got dumped on Hulu. But then the audience or the critic reaction was just so freaking positive. And after watching it Friday or that the Friday was released, I got to say, Probably my favorite of the franchise now. It is very simplistic, and and it's plot, but the setting is gorgeous. Ben, the visuals, the cinematography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The look of the Predator I liked a lot, but this movie then starts and ends. Okay, I was about to say the wrong person. Amber Midthunder. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a cool last name, by the way. Midthunder. Yeah. That's a really cool last name. Amber Midthunder, Ben, is I'm not gonna put her on that pedestal yet, but just in terms of action her, uh, hero heroines, Ben, she is she was fantastic. Like she reminded me a lot of no, I don't I don't even want to do comparisons because she really just made it her own. Mm-hmm. And I love the relationship she had with the brother. Great relationship there. The bear scene alone, Ben, just yeah. this movie watching. I mean, yeah. that reminded me of the Revenant just in that bear scene. The bear scene here is so cool. And that mm-hmm. bear put up a good fight. <laughs> I'll just say that much. That bear put up a good fight against the Predator. Um, for me, Ben, this movie 
falls a little bit. I can't give it a perfect score and just even if in its hour and a half runtime, I still felt some lulls. I was like, it starts out just a bit too slow, and there's a part in the middle. I was like, mm-hmm. but overall, Ben, it was a great experience. Amber was great. The action's great. The final battle was awesome. Um, actually, there's a, probably a sequence before the final battle, which I actually liked a little bit more, where it's just her and her brother against the Predator. I like that. Yeah. A, little, a, a lot more than the final battle. Honestly, yep. the final battle felt felt safe. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I agree. It felt safe. I, I, I wanted to take a bit more of a risk, but something tells me we're probably going to get another film in this, in this setting with this character because they can do a lot more with, uh, with her in this setting, or at least I hope they do. And I don't know why I doubt this film, Ben, because Dan Trackenberg just, or just, just did. He did 10 Cloverfield Lane yep. six years ago. Was that, six, was that 2016 or 17, Ben? Remind me again. I think 16. Okay. So yeah. six years ago. And even though I'm, I love the first Cloverfield more, Ben, he, 10 Cloverfield Lane is the better film overall, just put together. Mm-hmm. And he did such a great job with that and what he did with Mary Elizabeth Winston and John Goodman. So yep. I give him another Predator film. Seriously, he did such a great, great job with this movie. Ben. Or give him another franchise to go and revitalize. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear Alien needs some needs some work. <laughs> I hear Star Wars needs some work too. So I would love to see a Dan Trackenberg Star Wars film. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But I don't know, Ben. He he seems to be doing like Ten Cloverfield Lane and Prey. As crazy as it sounds for Prey, especially very grounded, very yep. grounded. So. Talk about Prey, Ben. Uh, I echo a lot of what you say. Again, <laughs> um, yeah, all the all the actors are great. The setting was really cool, uh, really different, of course, uh, with the the Comanches, um, and yeah, but the, the cinematography too. I, I wish I'd seen it in theaters. Uh, I wish I made it there because the. On Hulu, or watching on TV was, you know, cool. But the, there were some shots that I was like, this is amazing. I uh, wish I saw it on the, the big screen. Uh, but, yeah, the the score was good, too. I quite enjoyed that. I like the score. The score uh, was good. It popped out several moments. Um, so, I yeah, I've only seen the first two Predator films. Uh, and, of course, the, the, the original is still the best for me, maybe just because the 80s. You know, it's it's kind of cheesy too with the Arnie lines and stuff. But well, yeah, that's that. That was the whole point of that eighties program. It was cheesy, good, violent, fun. Yeah, um, but this one captures a lot of that. Not cheesy, <laughs> really. No, the, not cheesy at all. Quite <laughs> the, the good, Yep, had a, a really good story with it, um, and then of course the really good action. Plus the, I think the Predator was probably scarier in this one. Um, Absolutely, you that you get no that doubt. build up to the reveal of the mm-hmm. predator and then you know those battle scenes throughout oh also the the gore there was some surprising gore <laughs> moments that mm-hmm. i was like oh that's really gross so yeah it One is of my favorite movie dogs too i love that dog yeah yeah um i think i read that was a a rescue dog named coco i think i saw that on instagram someone posted that yeah yeah so yeah it is is really good surprising i guess you know, original <laughs> streaming uh, film that I do, I do recommend. Plus, even if you haven't seen any of the other Predators, I yeah, you don't pick need it up and just watch it. 
the original or the previous films to love this one. Yep. So, but I don't like what they did with Cloverfield. You don't need to watch Cloverfield to really appreciate True. Cloverfield. Right? Yeah. So, uh, unless you unless you want to count the ending, that's like my lone problem with Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ben, it's just the ending is kind of it goes away from what they did in those first that first hour and thirty minutes or whatever. Like that, yeah. that's that last ten minutes when she goes back outside. I was like, oh, man, yeah. But they had to tie in you know, the yeah. rest of the franchise. That you know that didn't feel like a track of birth, and that felt like a Paramount thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Talking about prey here in Cloverfield. Um, so yeah, yeah, great film overall, Ben. Great film overall because it's been a pretty solid month of movies so far. Yeah, yeah. it's been a pretty, pretty solid month. So, uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. The latest from A twenty four. I am not going to sugarcoat it. I, 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 I just I flat out love this movie, Ben. And I want to preface this by saying Ben and I had a bet, or I placed a bet with Ben that oh, Top Gun no. Maverick, the Batman, and Cha Cha Rose move would be in my top three films for the rest of the year. There were a few films, Ben, that I thought could top it. Nope. Maybe Bullet Train. Uh, don't worry, darling. Uh, maybe Amsterdam, mm-hmm. the David O. Russell film. Maybe Babylon with Damien Chazelle, but apparently that's not coming out. We're not going to be able to see that movie until January because I think it's just like getting an LA and New York release in December. Ah, uh, okay. So, nope, didn't quite do it, Ben. Actually, the more I think about Milton Nort, the more issues I actually have with it. I don't know why. It's just it, some of the, the decisions he made in that film that just the negatives are starting to stand a little bit more. Bullet Train, while I love it, not not top three material from for me at least for me. Just talking about me. And of course, the other movies I listed haven't come out yet, or I haven't mm-hmm. been able to see. Bodies, bodies, bodies was one of my most anticipated films for the rest of the year, especially after that first trailer came out. I really, I really don't want to admit defeat, but I have to admit defeat here, Ben. My new top three, <laughs> or my new top five, everything, everywhere, all at once, still number five. Top Gun Maverick number four, mm-hmm. Batman number three, and number two is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Wow. And number one still being Cha Cha Real Smooth. Now, let me prep. You're welcome, Anna. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you and Ben are getting a nice steak dinner. Whenever you guys come to Atlanta, I come North Carolina. So it'll be next year. Who knows? Anyway, congratulations, Ben. You won. Congratulations. Man, I was hoping for a more enthusiastic game. Oh. Hey, okay, there you go. Let's go. Big dinner. Medium rare. Mm, Big potato. I can see. All right, all right. Shut up. We'll talk about that afterwards. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Anyway, bodies, bodies, bodies. This, Ben, is not. I want to preface this by saying, too, that this movie is not going to work for everybody. It's just not. And that seems to be a theme for A24, Ben. It's just not going to work for everybody. But it is one of the more entertaining films I've seen this year. And while I think then movies like the Batman Top Gun Maverick are better made films, I have been entertained. Uh, I think this movie probably entertained me a bit more. Uh, the ensemble here is fantastic with some great standout performances from Rachel Sinnett, Lee, Ben Lee Pace. I cannot tell you how much I just enjoyed Lee Pace just having a damn good time in this movie. He is just wild mm-hmm. and just so entertaining. Uh, Marvel, that's how you use Lee Pace, by the way. 
Okay, that's how you use lead pace. And Pete Davidson was great. He was hilarious. Uh, Amanda Stem, Sten, Stenberg, 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 Stenberg. She has an L in the middle of her. Looking <laughs> like Stenberg, Stenberg. Right. Amanda. <laughs> she was great in the movie, and her Maria Bakalova have great chemistry. So, if you guys don't know the premise of Bodies, 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 it's basically these privileged. 20-something-year-olds are all getting together at this house to ride out the hurricane for the evening, and they play a game, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Not going to get to the midst of what the game entails or anything, but during the game, someone actually dies. And now that's a whodunit, Ben. And the the trailer actually kind of markets this as a slasher horror film, and it's not yeah. really a slasher film. It is more of a satire horror comedy film. Because this film really is making fun of the Gen Z generation. And it's hysterical in the way in the way it does that. The just from the way that the, these girls are talking to each other too, it's really really funny. There's some really good laugh out loud moments, especially from Rachel Sinet, who I don't know if he's got to see Shiva Baby Ben, but that came out. I think it was either last year or the end of 2020 when I saw it. it Might have been last year, but while it wasn't one of my favorites of the year, her performance was great, and it's a really solid movie. Ben, you should you. I think you should watch. It's really good. It's on HBO Max for those who are subscribed to HBO Max. So back to Bodies, 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 though. Yes, she was my standout character in this film, Ben. So freaking good. Loved every second she was on screen. Had some real good laugh out loud moments from her. Like I said, Lee Pace was great. Actually, her and Lee Pace are actually a couple in the movie. Not going to get into that, but, you know, spoilers, of course, but really good. If I have one negative about the film, then it's, there's just one character, and I can't really say why because it's spoilers. But I just you see the character, and after about five or ten minutes, about a couple of scenes she has, I was like, I know where this character is going, and mm. it was quite predictable where they were taking that character. Mm. Pete Davidson is hilarious, Ben, and there there is just something with his character that I can't get into, but like that is just such a Pete Davidson thing, and I can't say what or what it is but it's just it's it's hilarious okay uh yeah it doesn't even feel like an a24 film but i was actually i was telling zach i was like this felt more like a blumhouse film it didn't feel <laughs> like an a24 film honestly uh but it's really the ending then that's going to be controversial for people but if you kind of <laughs> that stick feels like a24 <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah if you stick with the movie then the ending will pay off Okay. But if you're not really with the movie, then the ending is not going to work for you. So that's kind of how that's just how I interpret this movie. Then bodies, bodies, bodies. But I have seen now. Ben again, I've seen this movie three times. Going for a fourth and a fifth time this week. I am so excited to just keep going back and revisit this movie. Actually, Ben, you want to get tomorrow? Actually, mm-hmm. uh, took my sister to see one day, and she's just like. Of course, that's how. Of course, that's how this movie would end. It's just she loved she didn't like it as much as I did, but it's just God. This movie does such a great job of just making fun of the Gen Z generation, man. It is like I said. Some of the other movies on my top ten films, Ben, are better made films for sure than Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. But just from the ensemble being terrific and all having great chemistry with one another. By the way, Maria Bakalova in this film too. She's actually kind of our main character in the movie through her eyes. She's wonderful. Especially after the bubble, Ben, which I we both did not like her in the bubble. Yeah, I was really like, I hope or I was not a one hit wonder for her, and thankfully it wasn't. So good. Her and Amanda Stenberg have 
great chemistry. I can't wait to see Amanda in the Star Wars Acolyte series. See what she does there. She will be the lead in that series. And I can't wait to see more of Rachel Sinet and Maria Bakalova. Uh, yeah, Bodies, 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 man. It's my second favorite movie of the year now. I'm just, I'm obsessed with this movie, man. It's it's just so freaking good. I, I, had a, I had a blast with it. So, yeah. Good. I highly recommend Bodies, Bodies, Bodies whenever you get a chance to see it. And A24 is quietly just having a damn good year. This, X, everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> I saw my Instagram review uh, for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. The first two acts of men. So, still need to see Marcel the Shell. Still got to see. Yeah, me too. Seen it yet. Every time I get a chance to, something else happens that I got to attend to or just haven't had a chance to see it yet. So it's actually playing like one theater downtown still, Ben. But it's also going to be on digital in a couple of weeks. So I'm like, what do I do? Do I take the trip downtown and go see it? or Okay. Yeah, so, I don't think it's playing near decisions. me anymore either. Yeah. So, yeah, good to hear about bodies, bodies, bodies. I'll probably check it out this weekend. Good, good. I think um, I, at the least, while you might not love it as overall film like I did, I think you'll at least have a good time with it. Okay, cool. All right, let's switch to the small screen now, shall we? Mm-hmm. When I first give a TV recommendation, because I haven't finished this show yet, Yellow Jackets. This show came out last year on Showtime, and I didn't get around to it because, Ben, like we always say, whenever we do TV reviews, there is just way too much content to consume. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's a lot. Uh, so I started this show last weekend, actually, and I'm five episodes in. And if I could do a redo on my 20, best of 2021, this will probably be my third favorite show of 2021, right below WandaVision and Arcane. It, it's pushing for number two, Ben, honestly. It is so good, Ben. It's, it's the storytelling and the performances, man. The story, Showtime has always been one of my favorite places to watch series the affair and billing to my all-time favorite sh- series i love it oh and ray donovan duh so yeah showtime is home to three of like my all-time favorite shows don Cheadle had his own had his own show house of lies on there then great mm-hmm. show homeland another show i love on there showtime is quiet just a really it's just like they don't promote like all these other yeah. big all these other bigger uh services do but if you guys you know can throw in the next you know extra money i would recommend subscribing to showtime uh you don't need a cable subscription actually you can just pay for the service outright um, <laughs> really quality content on, on on uh on showtime like yellow jackets so the s- story of yellow jackets has been this girl soccer team high school soccer team getting ready to go up nationals compete in the championship game plane crashes they are stranded but it does this it does this thing where it flashes forwards to them as the Adults, and it does this thing of flash for you know when they're adults because there's stuff going on there, and it flash forwards back to them while they're out there in the woods, and there's this intriguing mystery going on hmm. uh, that's coming back to haunt them in their per in their adult lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say a lot because I, like I said, I'm only five. I'm literally still on episode five actually right now, Ben. But it's ten episodes. What I have seen so far, Ben, it is damn good television. It is so freaking good. I cannot explain explain this enough how much I am in love with this show. The performances. This is a pretty stacked cast. I want to bring up one person in particular because she is just killing it so far in this series. Uh, 
she is doing a great job, Ben. Of I love characters that are doing such a good job that you just hate them so much. <laughs> Melanie Linsky. Oh, she, Ben. Oh my God. If you want to watch, if you just want to watch it for Melanie Linsky, do it. She <laughs> is awesome. Christina Ricci is also in the show. Okay. She is Ben. She's, <laughs> Awesome, uh, Juliet Lewis too. She is continues to have this uh, uh, impress me more and more with each episode. She plays an adult version of another character. Mm-hmm. All three actresses I just explained are playing adult versions of their teenage character uh, counterparts. I can't, I can't say a lot there because I don't want to get because that's again the spoilers about the mystery and what's going on. But the the show gives hints that I'm gonna say one thing. It's not. <laughs> Hasn't been revealed yet, but I think they're leading towards it. Okay. Well, actually, no, they did. They did kind of reveal in that first episode, actually. So I'm not going to say it, but yeah, it's it, it it's pretty gross, kind of somewhat of the mystery. But nothing, I, like I said, I haven't watched it all yet, and a lot of it hasn't even been revealed to me yet. So. Guys, yellow jackets. I'll probably do a full review. But, oh wait, we, I don't do we don't do those anymore in the rundown. So <laughs> I'll do a post about it and talk about yellow jackets on a separate post one of these days. Um, if I love it a lot, maybe I'll just include it as part of the news topic. But uh, yeah, this is a just a damn damn good series, guys. Highly recommend yellow jackets. I am Groot. Disney Plus. <laughs> Five shorts. It was Ben. Yeah. Five shorts. Uh, did I get up at three a.m. to watch this? Probably not. I did. Okay. <laughs> I did. I did. I, you know, it was good practice. Should have known. Yeah. It was good practice for me to get ready for She-Hulk this week. Oh my god, it's She-Hulk week, guys. That's right. Oh, I forgot why I, I did. I don't know why I didn't mention that at the top of the show. But yeah, it's She-Hulk week. Yeah, we might have to talk about TV still some weeks back because it's She-Hulk time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's House of Dragons week. Game of Thrones is back then. But more on that later. Uh, I am Groot. It's fine. It's cute. They're mm-hmm. cute little shorts that uh, apparently they are canon, despite what James Gunn says. They oh, are canon. Okay. They are because they're in the MCU timeline. Yeah. Uh, one of them takes place after the first Guardians, and the rest take place during the credits leading up to Teenage Group. Uh, okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had a favorite, it might be the second or third one, whenever he's on that alien civilization with the little uh, little aliens. Yeah, yeah. Little blue guys. The little blue guys. I okay. love that episode. That was yeah. no, take it back. The fight with the bird. That that was my I think that's the fourth one where he has the rivalry with the bird when he's taking the bath. Taking the bath, yeah. Yeah. I love that episode. Or a little short. That was really good. And <laughs> yep. it was cool seeing look, it, they're shorts. Rocket makes an appearance barely in the last in the last short. It was, you know, fun to see Rocket. Look a little stiff, actually. Like as far as the CGI goes, I was like, something doesn't yeah. feel fully right here with Rocket. Yeah. Little uh, puppety, yeah. I, I, okay, I thought so. I was like, like yeah, puppety, muppet, muppet, like, there you go, muppet, like, yeah, yeah. just go through. Waka waka, complain. No, no, so, but the drawing group did was so freaking adorable. I was like, oh. <laughs> yep, <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, th- th- this was definitely more geared towards kids, but good time, Ben. I like, I like the group, mm-hmm. yeah. The him taking a bath one was funny, and then, uh. The one with he's looking for that creature on the ship. Is that Magnum Opus, I think. 
yeah the title that one i had fun with that one too uh yeah i mean they're all they're, you know they're all like labeled as five minutes but then with credits they're like three and a half maybe yeah so yeah quick quick little ventures there but they're fun did you have a show you want to talk about before i get to my last show shows no okay so i'm gonna quickly talk about amazon's new series paper girls which came out a couple weeks ago i think it was right after comic-con i'm not mistaken actually but i started it actually a couple weeks ago but it's one of those series where i started and i was like i gotta finish just and then just other shows came out and by the way i want to say this too i'm only one episode in but Ben and I finally started Yellowstone. Oh my effing god, I love Yellowstone. Oh yeah. my god, that shit. Yep. I don't know why it took me so long to watch Yellowstone, but oh my god, yeah, that that is one episode of quality television right there. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Paper Girls, Amazon new show. Bang, Amazon quietly, not quietly. Amazon has a lot of good series out there. The Boys. Uh, I did start Fleabag too a couple of weeks ago, actually. To I think. Right before Comic Con, I was like, I want to watch Fleabag. So I started watching Fleabag. I was like, damn, that's a good show. But Amazon's got a good library. Marvel Sisters Maisel, amongst others. I love that series too, man, as you know. So I was, I had high hopes for Paper Girls because it's based off a comic book series, which I hadn't even heard of. And uh, it take it, you want the subject matter, Ben, about these four girls, actual Paper Girls in the 80s. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, they get involved in this time traveling war, and they get transported to 2019. Wow! Yes, it is. Huh? Now let me let me say this. Okay. The time traveling stuff gets convoluted as heck. Uh, okay. Really, really, really convoluted, especially towards the end. I'm like, it, it's not hard to follow, but it's like, okay, you know, you just you come on, relax. Let's let's keep this simple. Are they trying to like make up new rules and stuff? They, they, or it just doesn't make sense. It it does feel like almost every other episode they're making up new rules. Like it doesn't really get bothersome until the very end when they're trying to wrap everything up Uh for hopefully a potential season two. Mm -hmm. But when this show just focuses on the girls, Ben, it is so good. Like really, really strong, really good writing. Uh, Ali Wong comes in at one point. To play an older version of one of the characters. Ooh, actually, I think I might have gave that away, but it's, it, you kind of get the hint in the first episode what what character she's playing. Okay. Uh, but I love Ali Wong, man. She is she's hysterical, and she's more on the dramatic side here, Ben. And she gives a really great performance. And yeah, but it's all about it, it's all about these four girls and kind of their reactions to the situation, but kind of when they go to see their, their future selves and what they, what they're doing in there, you know, some of them are disappointed. Some of them are happy, but it's just, it's really strong television then. And the time, and when it's, like I said, when it's focusing on the characters, it's a really good character study on these four girls and them coming together, being friends and mm-hmm. coming, you know, coming of age, you know, growing up as this, as this goes along at points in the beginning, Ben, they get a little, it's like, okay, we're kind of repeating the whole, I'm getting mad at this time. I want to go home. So I'm like, okay, no, we get it. You guys want to go home, but you don't have to keep telling us that. Like, you don't have to keep mm. complaining about it. Let's let's do something about it, show. So, yeah. Uh, Riley Lay, Nalette, Sophia Rinsky, Cameron Jones, and Fina Straza are the four are the four girls, and they are all really great. But Sophia Rosinski 
they do a lot with her. She's kind of like the mean girl in the group, Ben, but they do such a great job with their character, especially when they're dealing with stuff in her future. It's just, it's really, really great television, man. It's it's a really great streaming series. I, It's a good binge. It's eight episodes. That's one thing I do look up on Amazon for the most part, except for like the boys and Marvel vs. Maisel. The majority of their shows are bingey or mm-hmm. binge- no, bingey. That's a weird word. <laughs> binge watching. That's you know my nickname. Bingey. I'm not still doing that. Bingey. Yeah, I'm not still, yeah. I like that. I'm not okay. saying that. This is, this is a bingey show. So Bingeable. Yeah. It's a yeah, yeah, that's, bingey. That's, yeah, that sounds too correct. Feels bingey. bingey. Okay. Yeah. Feels bingey. So yeah, highly recommend Paper Girls. Cool. Ben, mm-hmm. let's get to the news. news. The news. There you go. Have some enthusiasm. Yeah. Let me get this out of the way first because I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this much. Uh, there's going to be a live action Pac Man movie. Why? Why? We already got pixels. Well, I was going to lead into that saying, is this just a cover up pixel sequel? <laughs> is this just yeah. a, like, a direct follow up to, to pixels? No one asked for this. No one asked for this. No one. So why are you doing this? I don't care, Ben. This actually makes me more upset than the Emoji movie. I don't know why. <laughs> but I, of all the games. Now, like, they could do a Donkey Kong game. But that would feel like King Kong a little bit, right? So, Sorry. Even that's got a little more story, though. So yeah, but I think it's gonna be that Mario movie next year. Stealing anyway. his bananas. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that'll work. I, I just, I, I'm wondering what's going on here. I don't know why, because we still have a nice guys too. So no. The only thing that could be worse than Pac-Man movie would be, I think, Tetris movie. I think that was greenlit at one point. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think that might have been a greenlit at one point. Actually, well, okay, look it up. Something. I feel like there was one about the creator, maybe. Which, I mean, that's fine. But I mean, like an actual movie set in the world yep, of Tetris. It, no, I knew it. What? Okay. Tetris is an upcoming biographical film directed by John S. Bear for Apple TV+. Biographical. Okay. Yeah, the film chronicles the development and release of the video game Tetris. Okay, so yeah, okay, this is going to okay, be more sure. of a sure, creative. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I, can, I, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, There's yeah. something about Tetris going to happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fine. But like, yeah. Oh, Lauren Belf is doing the score too. I'm all in. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, hold on. I'm cool. on the director, John S. Baird. They have done. Sounds familiar. B A I R D. B A I R D. Correct. They did Stan and Ollie. Oh. Oh, no. That was that good. Uh, that was. Uh, I heard Steve it was. Coke, Coogan and John C. Riley. Yeah. I heard that was. Okay. I didn't see this, actually. I thought I did. Uh, it sounds Ab- really familiar. Right? Abbott and Costello. Uh, he's done a lot of TV stuff, so you know it fits well for him with the uh, Apple TV Plus. And the screenwriter is Noah Pink, and they have done Genius, which is a anthology series on National Geographic. Yeah, Einstein. And- okay, so this is going to be an interesting little project here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get. Out- I wanted to get that way first. All right. Let's talk about. Giancarlo Esposito, one of the great character actors of our time, Benjamin. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I love him in Mandalorian. I love him in The Boy. He's so good in The Boys. He's just like when I think of great character actors, Ben, the two I always say, John Bernthal and Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. All the two of the more memorable, also. He's had talk with Marvel, or he's in discussions with Marvel still. Now, recently just came out that he was going to be in Loki, but he wanted to say that for something else. Then a couple weeks ago, it was reported that he was in talks to play Doom, Dr. Doom, I should say, Magneto, and Professor Xavier. Mm-hmm. Or Professor X, as his comic nerds like to say it. I personally, while I am good with him playing any of these characters, <laughs> yeah, I want it to be something else, surprisingly. I don't I think for me, it's it's just going to be hard seeing anyone else playing Charles yeah. other than Patrick Stewart. It's going to take a minute to get used to that. Nothing against Esposito at all, because he'd be a great choice to play Charles. Like, if it was announced tomorrow, like, it might happen, as we always, as it always happens with our podcast. You know, it might get announced, and I'll be cool with it. Yeah. Same with Magneto, Ben. And Doctor Doom? Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. But I wanted to see something that they, that they haven't discussed, you know, maybe like another villain or another. I don't know, just 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 something. But of the three here, Ben, who I want most want to see him play, Doctor Doom for sure. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I kind of would like uh, Magneto. I think. Well, like you said, any role uh, I can I can see him in those three. He said, but I I think I think Magneto because he's like an all out villain. In Mandalorian, yeah. um, but I I think he would be Magneto. You know, you still don't like him, but he's like semi trustworthy. You can see him, yeah. So I think I think it'd be cool to see him in that role. But yeah, I it would be interesting to see him play someone new. Yeah, to the to the big screen of Marvel, like you're saying as well. Okay, so let's move on. To the other company, Ben, and that is Warner Brothers in DC. Mm-hmm. Because Ben, you know, I I love me Henry Cavill as man as Superman. I I great, great, great Superman. But you know, DC kind of crapped crap the bed on that and trying to get him back. And uh, you know, under the old leadership, I think Cavill was kind of done. And I don't think old leadership wanted him as Superman. But this new leadership at WB Discovery, they want him back as Superman. So there's one report going around saying that Cavill said no. Then I think it was the rap that said it's not a definitively a no. Discussions are ongoing. Which means, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to see Cav- Cavill as back as Superman. I think he's done. I think he wants to move on. I, I, There is a possibility that I... I Actually, I think it's more than a possibility. I think it's very likely that Cavill has jumped ship to Marvel then to play maybe Captain Britain. Who knows? I don't it doesn't have to be Captain Britain. Yeah. But Cavill has been kind of busy with The Witcher lately. Uh, and then he's been kind of rumored to be playing the next Bond, which I would be down for that too. Uh, I kind of want an unknown to be playing Bond personally, but I think you and I had discussions yeah. about that a lot while back. Uh, it seems like these unknowns just bring... Because when, when you have an actor like Henry Cavill, you have certain expectations. But when you have an unknown, mm-hmm. no expectations, and it turns out to be great, like Daniel Craig. Now, Daniel Craig was no, but he wasn't. He wasn't Daniel Craig. Yeah. It was just Daniel. Yep. Now he was 
Hey, yo, Craig, that was Bond. Like, he'll always be my Bond. I know yeah. he's not your Bond, but he's my Bond. Yeah. The right Bond. I'm just kidding. But that's your franchise, my friend. That's your franchise. I, I leave that to you. Uh, so it, it, it saddens me to see that, that he probably won't return then. I mean, there's still hope. They're saying that, you know, Black Adam, they recently did reshoots for a post credit scene that might feature Superman, but it's probably going to be another headless Superman or a shadowy figure of Superman. <laughs> and we don't really see who Superman is, yeah. a la Peacemaker. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with Superman. Uh, but with everything going on at DC lately, I hope they make some kind of announcement either at DC Fandom, if they're even doing DC Fandom this year or next year's Comic Con or somewhere in the near future. You gotta let us know what's going on, Superman. I feel like that's that that is a key character, Ben. And right now, Iron Man is still more popular than Superman. Yeah, I mean, you laugh, but it's truth. Oh, I, yeah, yes, I agree. Uh, see, I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the damn Ben. That's how you really feel. At at this point. Well, I don't know. I was gonna say, let's just scrap everything except Batgirl, please. Just show us Batgirl. Uh with Keaton and Leslie Grace and everyone. But um I know you like Aquaman. Aquaman's fun. They could keep going with him. Uh there's that rumor about Ben Affleck coming back as Batman and don't sure. care. Okay, you don't care either. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> I, I just want to focus on Pattinson and Batman right now. I really don't care about yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Batfleck. I do. Yeah. Those, but I Come on. I mean, there's too many Batman. Seriously. Yeah. I, I just, if they're, if they're, you know, scrapping some characters, then I feel like we should just get rid of, of all of them, uh, and, and re, recast. And now they're I going. I, I feel like, they don't, I don't, I feel like two you can keep or three really can keep untouched. Okay. Margaret was Harley Quinn. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Goddard is Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa is Aquaman. I feel like those three are kind of, your cornerstones for right now, which feels weird to say about DC, but the, in terms of the DCEU, those feel like the cornerstones right now. Better those three characters. Yeah. Okay. Well, then never mind. Because I, I agree with that. It's hard to. I mean, Wonder Woman. They're going to finish her trilogy, which I'm excited for. Um, I don't know. It'd just be weird to see them if they do team up with different actors in the roles of Superman or Batman. Say. Uh, with with pre-existing characters, but right. Uh, who we're we talking about? <laughs> the Black know. Adam. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> I mean, this is really about Superman, but yeah. Anyway, let's move on. We're, ta- yeah. we're let's. Well, we got some other okay. topics we got to get to. Let's talk. Oh, I didn't put one on here. That I want to talk about, but let's talk about Tom Cruise because I guess there was some interview with Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie last week or something. But some big stuff came <laughs> out about those. Yeah, about those two that. I mean, then they're they're basically Leo and Scorsese <laughs> with the amount of stuff they've been doing. It seems like I, mean, I don't yeah. think anything's going to top Leo and Scorsese in terms of the amount of projects done. Yeah, maybe De Niro and Scorsese, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the numbers on that. That's that's a good trivia question. Oh, that's a good trivia question. Yeah, man, because they've both done a lot of films together, or yep. you know, worth Scorsese. Yeah, so. And of course, you know, Kulia and, and Jordan Peele are trying to get up there too. So, you know, mm-hmm. 
lot of a lot of a lot of actor collaborations these these days, Ben. You know, Evans and Russo brothers seem to be doing that too lately. Yeah. Uh Chris Evans. But as far as Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie goes, we are going to be getting four potential new projects. A couple of them sound really interesting. Uh, of course, we saw the two Mission Impossible films coming out, Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Part 2, and there's been rumors going around that this might not be it, that Dead Reckoning Part 2 might not be it for Tom, that there could be more. On popular opinion, Ben, as much as I love this franchise, it's near and dear to my heart. I think this should be it for Tom Cruise, honestly. I don't know how much more he can do in this franchise. Yeah. I've been saying that since, you know, Ghost Protocol. So uh, <laughs> he just keeps surprising me. Hanging on planes, helicopters. What? I mean, with a name like Dead Reckoning, though, I hope they, yeah, I kind of hope for a big explosive finale. Plus, it's two parter, so yeah, that would be, I would be fine with that. I mean, the only thing that they could do is having Tom Cruise hold the Infinity Gauntlet at this point. I mean, no, <laughs> yep. I, I don't know, but you know, if he had held the Gauntlet, then he would have survived. So, yep. <laughs> but there is some other stuff, Ben, that they could be doing together, including a song and a musical. Yeah. Which sounds intriguing. I know Instagram was kind of blowing up then when that when that was announced about a Tom Tom Cruise was from a recording musical you know, movie. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they have the space project with Elon Musk and his SpaceX. Right. Um, that, so, but I, McQuarrie, I think, is just producing that. Okay. So, of course, that's whatever. Interesting. Another action franchise, which, okay, Tom. Okay, <laughs> that's all it says. Just another action. Uh, it's another action thriller okay. franchise. So they didn't really okay. get much detail because they're probably still working. Yeah, working yeah, yeah. It, whatever it's gonna be. Interesting. Or we can just cross that out and not do it because you guys have given us so much with Mission Impossible already. Yeah. But the one that has intrigued me the most, man, it's probably intrigued <laughs> you the most too. A standout, maybe a potential of more or less Grossman. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Ben, just make it entourage style and I am down for this. This <laughs> just sounds I, I don't even know. I don't even have the adjective right now to describe how awesome this would be, Ben. This would just be wildly entertaining. If they do it, you know, of, of course, like if they do it right, of course we want yeah, to right. do it right, but like I feel like like a ninety minute, hundred minute less gross movie would be perfect. Don't extend. Don't don't judge Apatow this and make it two plus hours. Okay? <laughs> no, no. Make it like an hour and a half, hour forty minutes. And for those okay. who don't know, oh, yeah, less gross movie, of course, as a character in Tropic Thunder. Yes, stop and go watch Tropic Thunder if you don't know. Great, one of the best characters <laughs> all cinema out there. Gross, sweet, good lord. Uh, but Ben, I'm gonna let you kind of take this because you're you, you're a bigger Tropic Thunder fan than I am. So take it away. Uh, intrigued is the the best word for that because I am very interested, but I'm also kind of cautious too because it's it's weird going back to that now. I feel like it would have been better, uh, you know, kind of sooner after the movie came out in 2008. But and also a whole project dedicated to him is is interesting. Whether I guess that's sounding like it's going to be a movie. But yeah, if they if they do it right, like you said, if they I don't know throw them in another crazy situation, I guess and get more laughs, or if they do kind of behind the scenes stuff, um, not making of the movie, but just like daily life and throw weird stuff. I don't know. Get Ari Gold in here too. Let's go. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. that would be just an hour and a half of shouting. 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it is it is quite interesting. Um, or less course of musical. Just having a dance for an hour now. <laughs> Put it all together. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have not seen Rock of Ages, which I guess is his most Cruz's most musical thing. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I'm not the yeah. I'm, okay. I'm whatever on it. So interested to see where they go that route as well. But yeah, that's that's it's exciting. I they're they are a great duo. Um, I think he kind of brought him into Top Gun Maverick too as well, right? With script or producing or <laughs> yeah, some <I> capacity. <laughs> you're probably married to the, they're just joined at the hip at this point, man. I mean, yeah, they yeah. just. I mean, the collaborations they do together, man, they're just, it's just great. I don't mm-hmm. know how these two found each other, but they did. And it's just, it's just been a perfect marriage, man. They really have done a lot, a lot yep. of great work together. So. Would you, for that, Les Grossman, would you want to see cameos from other Tropic Thunder people? I, I, I think you would have to. Yeah. Okay. I think you would have to. Maybe not yeah. the entire cast. Yeah. Like yeah. Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> of course, that would not go over well with this. Right. That was the main. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But like maybe Ben Stiller. Yeah. Uh, Black, maybe. But uh, or maybe we just have it be like a standalone thing and just throw in other like Hollywood actors. And yeah. Ray, yeah. You know, have them curse out Ezra Miller for five minutes. That'd be that'd be hilarious. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. Ezra Miller look alike. <laughs> that'd be really funny. <laughs> so yeah, be, uh, a lot of possibilities with that. A lot of possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Sonic. Ben Sonic Three. It's official. It's getting a release date December 20, 2024. I want to know why studios think it's a great idea to put their movies up against films like Avatar. I'm really like starting to get frustrated with this bit. It's like it's infuriating to me at this point. Yeah. However, this one doesn't piss me off as much because I think this is actually good counter programming right here. I mm-hmm. think this is actually okay. They're not totally for the same audience, but very similar, very similar target audience. But you'll get more families of Sonic, and also yeah. too, can get an Avatar three. Come on over, come see Sonic 3. Yep. The other fictional sequel. blue people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other fictional blue threequel. Yeah. All yeah. I need now is the Smurfs to have a movie come out that week. Yeah. That's, too that's much. okay. Yeah. Or a blue man group. <laughs> man, that'd be something. We're both struggling for blue, blue man group. Uh, that, that would that's be good. Right there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good kind of programming bet, actually. Yep. Because some, they don't make a ton of money, but they make good money. They make good money. Yeah. Not yeah. Avatar money, but they make all money. And during yep. the holidays, too, that's perfect. So mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. it. Realistically, they might move to a couple, like maybe to Christmas Day. But if they, if they end up staying on the same weekend, I feel it. I have no, I have no problem with it, seriously. Yeah. Because you can do a lot of cool, funny marketing with that in Avatar 3, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now I really want to see that. So, uh, I was going to talk about this Ezra Miller stuff, but I don't want to. So, we're going to cross this topic out, and we're going to talk about, quickly, the Batman 2, which apparently has not been officially greenlit yet. Don't worry, guys. It's it's coming. But the key what I want to focus on here, Ben, is years away WB, do not wait too long to put this next movie out. Now, granted, Ben, the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, that was a four-year wait. But that, that was different. That was Nolan. You give Nolan the time. You, I mean, that that was that movie was so freaking. We we all knew that was coming, right? We all knew we were getting Dark Knight Rises. We trusted Nolan, and we trust Matt Reeves, Ben. 
But this is a different situation, right? Between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, that was a three-year time gap, right? Three-year time we had to wait. With, I'm hoping then by 2024 we have another one. I don't think so. It's probably going to be 2025, maybe even 2026, because the script apparently is not ready. So we're just going to have to wait and see with this one. But don't worry, guys. It's going to happen. I'm just like, I'm curious why they would announce it and then say it's not really officially greenlit. I get it because the script's not done. But still, if you're going to make that announcement at CinemaCon, they're going to make this announcement. I, I don't know. It's just weird by WB, in my opinion. But Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I guess I, I understand what they're saying, too, about it being years away. But I kind of read that. And I was like, well, well duh. <laughs> like any movie. The other one just came out. I don't know. I feel like every sequel, it should be years away from the one that just came out. But I think 125 will probably see it. Yeah. We'll probably, you know, have the script done by the end of the year and probably start shooting it most of next year. You know, late 2024 or 2025. Yeah. I'm also curious, of course, as with everyone, but about the title, uh, if they go The Batman Returns, that would be That'd funny. Be interesting. Yeah. And then The Batman and The Robin. Anyway. God, I hope not. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Joker 2. That's happening still. Lady Gaga is confirmed. It's going to be a musical, but it's going to be more like a Star Wars born than in the Heights. So absolutely, you got me in, Ben. When I saw that, I was like... <laughs> I knew that get you. Sold. But you got me. They also said like big, I think big musical numbers. The budget is, it's I think, it's $150 million, which is ridiculous because the first film was like under 100. I think it was like 50, between 50 and 70 million that first movie was. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a lot of, with it being an arc, and it's going to be a lot of fantasy sequences. A la Why Zazie Beats is coming back. I think she's going to be one of those fantasy, fantasy musical numbers. Yeah. Because um, there's no, there's really no reason to have her character back for this movie, honestly, unless they're going to no. put her in a fantasy. Uh, in a fantasy sequence, musical sequence. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which talking about all those big musical numbers makes me feel like more like in the heights. <laughs> so, Absolutely. but yeah. I guess they just story wise, uh, perhaps I don't know. Right. Star is born. But yes, I I am excited as well. I yeah, I've been not that I was jumping for this to happen. Uh, no you know, like like perfect. other people, but I'm not. Uh, I'm. Far from mad about this happening, I'm kind of excited. No, like the more I hear about, it, the more I'm just really getting excited. But that, yeah. that, of course, but that that is Star is born. That that got me. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in. Just bring in Bradley Cooper. Okay. <laughs> that really come on, Todd to make it happen. So let's move next... on. Sorry, what if the next okay. big karaoke duet song comes from Joker Two? Shallow. Okay. Hey, look, nothing will top Shallow. <laughs> that's that awful performance that yeah. awful performance felt that was just cool. too that was just something else <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that revealed a whole lot so let's talk about Rogue One real quick Ben it's returning to select IMAX theaters August 26th with an exclusive look at Andor hell oh. yeah I'm gonna be there but I want to say my thoughts on Rogue One because we are going to talk about Star Wars next week so thoughts on Rogue One Ben Rogue One? The re-release, at least. Yeah, let's save our thoughts because we're talking about Rogue One in great detail next week for Star Wars episode. But Sure. Don't know if I'll go and watch it. That's my birthday weekend, uh, which I have plans for. So, (laughs) But cool, cool that they're doing that. Okay. So yeah, if you have it, and it's select IMAX theaters. I don't think it's every IMAX theater, but select IMAX theaters are doing it. So stay tuned to 
Regal, AMC app, Fandango app, whatever. You go buy your tickets and check a local IMAX theater. I'm going to go back and see watch this band. I did say I was going to go back and watch ET this weekend too, and I haven't gotten around to it yet. So hopefully I'll get yeah. around to it soon. Same. Uh, and then we got Joss coming out. There's a lot of IMAX releases coming out. We got Joss real soon. Mm-hmm. We got the Avatar re release coming out next month. We have No Way Home's re release coming out in two weeks. I mean, a lot of re releases happening. So the more fun edition of No Way Home. Yeah. yeah. A little late for that, honestly. I don't know why they're doing it this late. I guess yeah. special effects, you know, whatever, but I feel like that should have been out over the summer. Yeah. Feels, feels a little late for that. But you know what, Ben? I'll still be there anyway. So I'm going to let Ben handle this one. I'm going to give you guys my quick thoughts. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4 got greenlit March 8th, 2024. Uh, why? I don't care. Um, I love the first two. I think the third one's just okay. It's fine. But this is not my franchise. Like I said, I love the first two. But I'm going to hand it over to Ben to kind of talk about this. So, Ben, take it away. Kung Fu Panda 4. So I like the third one a lot. Might be my favorite, actually. But uh it it is a really good ending brings it back with you know family and everything and it's it's the it's a not as good as toy story 3 of course but it feels like a toy story 3 i've in the same realm come on (laughs) no i know but just as as a good closing you know third arc to a really good um i got animated three cool but you like Toy Story four a lot, and I don't think either of us oh, were expecting <laughs> expecting. Yes, I do. You know that to be good. Uh, no, I to, wasn't to, to great <laughs> beforehand. Yeah, especially with a with, uh, Forky, I was nervous. So, yeah, I don't. I I've only seen the movies once, so I'm not. It's not like I'm a diehard fan. I'm like, oh, you guys, what are you doing here? But I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Jack Black. I'm sure it's coming back. I don't know if they've confirmed, but he just did the show uh, on Netflix, which I actually haven't watched yet. Um, the, Is it the, the reviews are yes. See, yeah, I kind of where to go came Netflix. Out too. Yep, <laughs> there you go. But I, I kind of heard that it was it was semi-successful, I guess, enough for them to to push for this to come out. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I hope they get uh, Hans Zimmer slash John Powell back to do the score. I love those scores. And Some of my was, favorite scores. The only animated movies. I love yep. those scores in those movies, man. Yep. And of course do the do the story right and everything. Um but I mean I, I feel like you can you can always add on, you know, another villain and uh and some training montages and stuff and, and make a pretty good movie. So we'll see how that goes. All right, let's move on and let's talk about Viola Davis, Ben. One mm-hmm. of my favorite actresses of all time. I really didn't want to talk about this movie a whole lot because I'm just really they they ended it well for me at least uh, the Hunger Games, but she is joined the Hunger Games prequel uh, prequel the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and the cast they have is very impressive. Rachel Zegler, Hunter Schaefer, I just I love Euphoria so much. I know you're still watching Euphoria, but I uh, got Hunter Schaefer so good. Peter Dinklage, Tom Blythe, who's going to be portraying the young. Uh, President Snow or Cornelius Snow, and directed by Francis Lawrence. So he's coming back. Of course, he directed the last three Catching Fire and Malcolm J. Part One and Two, and I Am Legend and Red Sparrow, which was not good at all. Um, Red Sparrow, at least I Am Legend is fantastic, mm-hmm. but I had no interest in this. I still have like 
very little interest, Ben. But when you add Viola Davis and she's going to be the games maker, oh my God, the potential there is awesome. I mean, that's just another Amanda Waller for her. I mean, that's basically what it is. Just come in and play Amanda Waller. Just mm-hmm. in games, you never. <laughs> I mean, Amanda, Amanda Waller. Viola Davis can really get evil, man. Like I yeah. love when she gets dark. Yeah, she is just really, really good at playing those evil characters. So I just I'm I'm just I'm not really interested in more hunger games, but you know, Lionsgate, I guess they need money. I don't know. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I did want to do a hunger games retrospective at some point, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just wait till next year when this movie comes out. I guess we'll do yeah. it then. But I mean the thing for me about this whole thing is another 2023. We're going to do an episode on the best ensemble cast of 2023. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually think like, I mean, we joke, we've been joking about that for like months, Ben, but I think we might actually have to do that next year. Just the best ensemble cast of 2023 because between Oppenheimer and that's about it. Actually, Oppenheimer is the best cast of 2023. <laughs> so uh, what else is coming out next year? Oh yeah. Dune. Yeah. 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 yeah Dune part two. Sure. Anyway. Thoughts, Ben, Viola Davis, Hunger Games? Uh, yes, good. Another great addition uh, to a movie that I'm semi-interested in. So I, I've read all the books. Uh, like I said, I only watched the first Hunger Games, so I'll definitely watch them all before this comes out. Maybe I'll pick up the book, because I did. Of course, that was my teenage years, but I did enjoy reading those. Um, so, uh, yeah, in- interested. Raises my interest a little bit. Also, I did see the full trailer for uh, The Woman King. God, man. I am so pumped for that movie. <laughs> that looked excellent. You uh, know what? Every time I see that trailer, I'm still like... It's like I just can't get Wakanda out of my head whenever I see The Woman King trailer. It just feel, it has like similar Wakanda vibes, but obviously, you know, this is more heavier. Yeah, uh, probably than Black Panther, but still, I mean, Viola Davis, man, she just, she is just, she is my second favorite actress of all time, and I cannot wait to do an actress retrospective on her in the future. She is, she is excellent. Okay, two more to go. One, Kenya Barris is set to direct a modernized version of Woman, Woman in the Oz, what, <laughs> Wizard of the Oz, or Wizard of Oz. Good lord, I can't talk. It's not even like ten o'clock. Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of Oz. We're getting a modernized retelling of it, Ben. Why? I do not know. Am I going to see it? I say no now, but I will be there to watch it anyway. Uh, On popular opinion, Ben, I appreciate Wizard of Oz. I am not the biggest fan of Wizard of the Oz. I, it's, you know, it's one of those classics I go back and rewatch. I just, I, I, I get what it did for movies and all that yeah. stuff, but I, I'm, I'm just not the biggest fan of Wizard of the Oz. Star going or Wizard of the Oz? Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't go back to it a lot either, so I'll admit that. But I I did watch it, uh, what was it, 80th anniversary uh, several years ago, and I I quite enjoyed it uh, once again. So, yeah, I do. I do like that movie. I don't know why we need another, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, spinoff remake of this. Um, there's There's other ones of the past I haven't seen, so I can't come in on those exactly and i know wicked is huge but i mean we're getting a movie on that on the play well two actually right there weren't they splitting into two Mm -hmm. it's just uh, yeah i don't know it's it's another movie that should remain a classic that we don't need so many remakes of but i don't know could could be good they're modernizing it so 
Well, well his writing goes. credits include Barbershop, Next Cut. Okay. Girls Trip, which I love. I love Girls Trip. That movie's hilarious. Uh, Shaft, the remake with Samuel Jackson, or the legacy sequel with Samuel Jackson. That was whatever. The Witches with Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Okay. Coming to America. I know you liked that more than I did. I, I thought it was okay. There were some funny bits in there. I just, yeah. as a movie, as a whole, whatever. Right. Uh, she about a dozen. Not the old ones, the new one of Disney. Plus. <laughs> yeah. And then You People, which hasn't been released yet, but I guess it's his directorial debut. And it's got a cast of Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Julie Louis Dreyfus, Neil Lamy. So it's a Mike Epps. So it's got a really good. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. It's a Netflix film. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, you had me, and then you lost me at Netflix. Yeah. Well, okay. But he did do some television, also, Ben. Uh, he was a director of a couple episodes of Blackish, as well as a writer. So, um, Blackish is a very respect, respected show on ABC, so some people mm-hmm. like it. I've seen a couple episodes, and I, I, I chuckle. Yeah, I have a good time with Blackish. So, whatever. We'll wait and see. We will wait and see. And, of course, we have to end our last retrospective. Or, oh, my gosh. Our last <laughs> rundown. Well Benjamin, done. Yes. With Marvel and Dakota Johnson. All wrapped <laughs> into one thing. Of course. How else are we going to end the rundown, Ben? True, true. Pamela's like anything else. Uh, <laughs> so th- these, are, let's, I'm going to preface this by saying these are all just rumors. Nothing has really been confirmed. I think a couple of these have been confirmed, but as a whole, nothing has really been confirmed. Right. We're starting to get rumors of who's playing who in these movies. Like Emma Roberts playing a young Mary Parker who is pregnant with Peter Parker. And Madam Webb. And yes. Madam, yes, this is all concerned with yeah. Madam Webb, yes. Sydney Swing would be playing Julia Carpenter. That I probably can believe. Adam Scott is report, reportedly playing a young Uncle Ben. I, I'm iffy on that one right now. That that one Ben is more I have to I need more info. Like I can't I can't really fully buy into that yet. Yeah. Uh there's some others here. Here we go. So yeah, yeah. Dakota Johnson. Playing Cassandra Webb, I think that's pretty much been confirmed. Oh, yeah. really? Cassandra I'm Webb, yeah. yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Madam Webb, she's the. Gosh, okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, Cindy Sweeney, of course. I said Julia Carpenter. That I probably I can buy into that. Uh, Celeste O'Connor playing Maddie Franklin, another version of one of the Spider Woman. Uh, Anya uh, Isabel McCred is going to be playing Anya. Corazon? Corazon? I don't know. I'm not too familiar with her character. And of course, Emma Roberts playing Peter Parker's mother, Mary Parker, and then Ben Parker being played by Adam Scott. But that's not the interest. That's not the only interesting thing about this. Um, there, there is a plot going around here that has not been confirmed. Sony hasn't confirmed. No one has really confirmed this. But I sent this to Ben. And I was like, if this is the plot of the movie, <laughs> I will not shut up about this movie. Okay, this is, I mean, I, I this would be awesome, Ben, if this actually was a plot. Madam Webb being Terminator esque with a bunch of female web warriors protecting an unborn Peter Parker from being killed, 
to protect the web of life and destiny sounds kind of fucking sick to be honest. Now, that came from someone from Twitter. It's probably not going to happen. But then your thoughts. Uh need more info. <laughs> See a trailer. I don't know. That that it sounds semi interesting. Um if we're linking it to Maguire's Spider-Man, which has been some of the rumors too I've seen is is interesting. I feel like that get a little too crazy. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. The I like seeing too <laughs> when it was like a uh a version I guess of Spider-Woman uh and then the rumor would list a different actor character and it would say another version of Spider-Woman. So, I don't know. I don't know. That uh, team up with all of them would be cool. I don't know if they're all going to be against each other going after one goal. But yeah, I'm kind of on the fence right now with the saving uh the one <laughs> the one uh Peter Parker is <laughs> a baby. So, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm look, we're all skeptical about this movie still, Ben. I mean, we're all really why this movie even being made in the first place. Yeah. But uh the, the Dakota Johnson fanboy in me is just pushing that all to the to the side right now, having some enthusiasts enthusiasm about it here. I'm just glad to see her get another big franchise for her to be a part of after the, the disaster that was fifty shades of awful. So you know, if that's the plot, then if if that is the plot, that sounds like a pretty cool plot. Sounds like it can get really convoluted as well. Yeah. So there's also yeah. a report that Logan Lerman will be playing that universe's Peter Parker, which would be cool. I'd be down for that. Uh, there's also reports that Tobey Maguire might show up. Anything to do with any Spider-Man universe products, we're going to all be Tom Holland may show up. Right? <laughs> right. Tobey Maguire may Andrew Garland may show up. So don't, don't, you know, for now, we really don't know anything. And we're probably not going to know a lot of a lot of stuff. This movie's not coming out until October of next year, so we're not going to know anything for a while. Probably not until early next year at the earliest. You know, while they're 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 still shooting this thing, and they're being kind of they're they're being, they're being kind of quiet about this movie, but they're they're keeping it close to the vest, which I like. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, we eventually we're going to need some info because that plot sounds kind of cool. And I don't think it's going to be the plot though. I I just don't. Now the characters, I believe for the most part, could happen. Except for Emma Roberts and Adam Scott. Yeah. But Emma Roberts has showed up on set being pregnant. I don't think she's pregnant in real life. I think she's just uh, her character's just pregnant. So this, this could also just be someone playing around with fan fiction and creating stuff. And then they got to one place and then just started spreading like wildfire. So yeah. we just don't know. But of course, we had to end there then with Madam Webb uh, because that's just who we are. Man. We talk about comedy. And I talk about the code, John. So, <laughs> yes. Guys, that is it for our long form rundown. It's the end of an era, Ben. It's been fun. Bye. See you later. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not going to lie, Ben. I'm not going to miss these. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not. okay. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I think we're, we're, do, we're doing the right thing here, shortening the length of our episodes, you know, kind of so we can get our, our audience to the actual main point of our episode. But, you know, still talking about the news. Every once in a while, maybe we'll throw in a big release movie we'll talk about if it's really that big and we're talking about on here. I think the Marvel shows, at least, we'll definitely probably still talk about every once in a while. Then we'll do like a mid-season check-in, like, yeah, we love this episode. We know how we feel about the show so far. Uh, I think we'll definitely talk about the pilot episode next week just because it's the pilot. And then 
we're, we're not going to do every week. Then I'm talking about every episode because you and I don't watch them at the same time to right. scheduling and everything. So I think like a midseason check-in and a finale might be good. Plus, I agree. We're going to do another MC year, year in. That's one of our most our, our most popular episodes. Last year was an MC year in review, so I think we're going to do that again this year for sure. And I think also then we might do an A24 year in review as well because there's just a lot of good A24 content that came out this year. So we, we <clears> might <throat> do that in December as well because uh, we still have like three more A24 movies coming out, and then we got Pearl and The Whale coming out this year. Okay. I think there's one more coming out this year. I forgot what it was called, uh, but. Those seem like the opposites of cinema, so that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> the big super so, blockbusters, I mean, and, and it'd be interesting too yeah. to see who yeah, get yeah. on that on for that episode as well. Because A twenty four is always a great, great conversation to have. I love talking A twenty four films with, with you and uh, our respective guests. Speaking of announcements, I did tell Ben I was going to announce our future actor actress retrospectives for the rest of the year. Um, I mentioned this earlier too, Ben, that December has always been kind of like the tricky month because of scheduling and holidays so december has an asterisk next to it so we're going to start with the actor actress retrospectives and then move over to the directors next but september ben already knows that's kira knightley kira knightley episode that was ben's idea so uh i I thought it was a great idea to just going through a filmography so i have the films listed out then and it's a lot so (laughs) we're gonna have to start working on that one real soon that'll probably come toward the latter half of September, honestly, because we're going to need some time to go, why can we watch some of those films? Mm-hmm. Uh, October, I've been pushing us off for two months, but I want to do it because she's been, though she's one of my favorite actresses of all time, Charlie's Theron. That is finally happening in October because she also has a movie coming out on Netflix in October too. Okay. November, Ben, is one I am really excited for because he's they, he, this person has a movie coming out the first week of November. Christian Bale. We are talking about Christian Bale for the month oh, of wow. November. Okay. Now that is a big one. That's a big retrospect or a, yeah, a spotlight episode we're going to be doing. <laughs> uh, not sure we're going to fit the Batman movies in there. I, we might actually leave them out because we just talk about Batman too much. We might just leave them out. About honestly. every other week. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we did right this now. week some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. But when when it comes when it comes. When it comes time, <laughs> sweet Jesus, to start, you know, listing up the films we're gonna watch, we're probably gonna include them anyway because it's just it's it's hard not to, Ben. It's just it's just hard. Mm-hmm. And then December is an asterisk right now, but it's it is a tie between Francis McDormand and or Carrie Mulligan, one of those mm. two. I'm leaning towards Carrie Mulligan because her filmography is not as big as Francis McDormand's and. Kieran Knightley, Charlie Stone, and Christian Bale, their filmographies are huge. So I was kind of like December might be like, maybe we'll just a person who doesn't have the biggest filmography yet. So I was going to say uh, Zoe Deutsch, but we're going to say that for next year. Okay. We're going to say that for next year. I was actually going to have December Ben be the Margot Robbie month, but because Babylon is to come out until probably January, we'll say that for next year as well. Okay. But yeah. Kieran Knightley, Charlie Stone, Christian Bale are definite. We're going to be doing September, October, November. So they look forward to those guys. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have two director retrospectives on the docket because, you know, we don't do the record retrospectives every month. Ben. I think the last one we did was, what was the last one we did? It wasn't the knee, was it? No, it was Michael Bay. I think Michael Bay was the last one we did. Right. One of them, I already told Ben, and that's going to be Sean Levy. We're definitely going to be doing the Sean Levy retrospective. One that's going to be 
who knows? It could be next. It's probably not going to be September. Just bake it. Just looking based off the Kira Knightley episode we're going to have to do. It'll probably be October, somewhere around there. And I think November or late November or December, we're going to be discussing the filmography of Sir Ridley Scott. Ooh. Yeah, Ridley Scott's got a, he's got some stinkers, counselor, but he's also got a lot of iconic films in there too, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gladiator comes to mind, obviously. So I think uh, what whichever one we do first, we might just flip a coin. Which one we do, Ridley Scott or or uh, uh, Sean Levy. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sean Levy seems more like a holiday episode. We might have that for last, actually. Okay. He's, a family. He's, a, you know, he's got more of the family oriented. Yeah, you know what? We'll do that. We'll save him for last. We'll get Ridley Scott out of the way first. His <laughs> crotchety behind. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about Ridley Scott first. Okay. That sounds good. That's not because his movies are also quite long. We've been pulling up, we've been holding on Tarantino for like a year and a half. It feels like Ben. Uh, don't tell them. We'll get him around <laughs> maybe 2024. <laughs> see how the see how one goes. Maybe. Oh, uh, but yeah, as far as next week goes, we'll talk about Star Wars. Hopefully, we don't have PTSD like the last time we did Star Wars. <laughs> uh, this one's yeah. going to be more organized. Uh, tier rankings again, Ben. Like, uh, like we've been doing lately. I've, I've been really enjoying these tier rankings. Just it yeah. seems more organized. The rankings. I think we'll still do those every once in a while. But the tier rankings it just keeps everything organized and keeps the flow of the conversation going better. So mm-hmm. that's just some of the stuff we have on the docket. And then we've been sending this for months. We've been holding it off. The Patreon is coming. Three dollars yes. a month. Uh, where you know some exclusive content. We actually recorded this back months ago uh, with Jacob, our buddy Jacob and Zach. A full X Men retrospective, which I mean, I didn't expect us to cry that much in that episode, but there was tears. Uh huh. Laughter too. The, Laughter and, too. Yeah, there, there were there were waterworks toward the latter half of this episode. That was, uh, but, but it was a fun episode of course. A great conversation. Probably one of my favorite three plus hour episodes that we have done, <laughs> honestly, because it, it flowed well, Ben. It's just, you know, there's a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. Bye. Yep. So still look forward to that September 1st. Uh, keep your eyes open for that. And of course you can check. I want to give a mention to the League of Cinephiles as well. You can catch Ben and I off of there for more Rod and Ben content. Um, ben once again, kicked my ass in trivia a couple weeks ago. So, uh, uh, you know, check out League of Cinephiles. Love being love being a part of that uh, a part of that group. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, yeah, just some other stuff too. We got you know our last Disney retrospective also been coming out mm-hmm. next. Our last our last one finally. <laughs> uh, we made it. Yeah, the week of D twenty three. We'll probably be putting that out. Yeah. And of course, we'll we gotta get back to doing trivia again. We'll do we'll bring back trivia. The wheel of debates coming back too, Ben. And then uh, yeah, some other fun creative stuff that we'll have in the pipeline here in the near future. So. We appreciate you guys. Look forward to more great content in the near future. I do want to say this, though, Ben. I showed my mom Elvis for the first mm-hmm. time this weekend. She loved it. I think nice. it's her favorite movie of the year. It's either that or Top Gun Maverick. And it's weird because it involves two things she hates. Long movies, Elvis, two hours and 40 minutes long, and Tom Cruise. And she loved both of them. <laughs> and I, sh- I told him, I was like, you want to see my Elvis dance? She's like, not really. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish the listeners could see that. Yeah, the El- the classic ride Elvis dance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Windmills of both arms. That's great. I yeah, quite enjoy me, that. You told me to go away. So, yeah. 
uh, maybe one day uh, I'll just do a video. You know what? If we do an Elvis giveaway, I'll just... Yes. Uh, oh, the tear is moving off screen, too. It's getting out of hand. Excellent. Well, <laughs> you oh, can find God. us... Nothing will be the last the first time I did it, though. You were... <laughs> <laughs> quite surprised. Uh, yeah, you I can think find you were more us. Than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right. Third time's a term. You can find us on Instagram at uh, the Infinity Film Podcast. And please email us with what episodes you would like us to do more trivia, more debates. Um, I know we got actors and directors planned, but any others that you would like to hear us talk about, do to your list for. Please let us know. Please stay involved. Uh, we'd sure, love to hear from you guys. Dance. Yeah, Almost please send us a video and we'll <laughs> we'll post a montage. Um, and you can email us at rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. That's, That's rb, like Rod Ben, podcast at gmail.com. That is correct. Okay, so for myself, <laughs> I almost call myself Ben. For myself, Roderick, and for Ben Saunders over there. That's me. Thank you guys so much. And until next time. We will see you guys in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs>